So this is a important time because it's, it's, as I mentioned, the beginning of the new church year. And we began this liturgical year in preparation. Now, the, the word Advent uh, comes uh, from the Latin for to come to. Um, this is what Advent means, to come to. Jesus will be coming to us. Now, it begins when? It's a little interesting. Advent begins with the Sunday nearest the feast of St. Andrew. When was the feast of St. Andrew? It was November 30th. So Advent will begin on the Sunday nearest to that feast of feast of St. Andrew. Now it goes for four Sundays and begins, as I said, a brand new year in the church calendar. We have the four candles. We're going to talk about that in a moment. But basically, it prepares for the three comings of Christ. What are the three come? Now, don't get caught up in the rapture. In the rapture, they add an extra coming of Christ. That's not what we're talking about here. We, as Catholics, celebrate the three comings of Christ. One is his birth, so we're preparing for Christmas. The other is his second coming. We are preparing for the second coming of Christ. But there's a third coming that we are preparing for, and that is him coming daily into your hearts in the Eucharist. These are the three comings. So we have the past, the birth of Christ. We have the future, the second coming of Christ. And the two are linked by the present, which is the coming of Christ into your heart in the Eucharist. So this is what it is. Now, how do you prepare? Okay, Advent is a time of preparation. You prepare like Mary at Cana. This is very important. You got to become empty and, and, and get the junk, like the vessels at Cana. They were emptied so that you can be filled with the wine of the Holy Spirit. And by becoming empty and reducing the amount you are filled with yourself. That is the preparation you need to be doing over the next four weeks so that when Jesus comes, he's got a place. You know, we interviewed Father Lampert for our EWTN show, Living Divine Mercy. He's an exorcist. And I was talking to him about that passage where it says that you sweep your, your house clean. That's what an exorcism does. Even more powerful than an exorcism is confession. In fact, I just went to confession this morning. And so I was telling Father, I said, I want to clean my house. I want to sweep it clean. The problem, Father Lampert says, is, yeah, we go, we get exorcisms, we go to confession, we sleep our, our sweep our house clean. But then the Bible says, but seven demons will come back and it'll be worse than it was to begin with for that person. Why? Father Lambert says that's because if we don't fill that clean house with Christ, then the demons will come back. We have to fill that house with Christ. We can't fill it back up with ourselves. You can't be a hoarder. You got to clean. You got to get rid of the junk. And so anyway, Advent is a time of prayer and fasting because it's a time of penance as well, not just reforming. People forget. They always think of Lent for penance. Advent is also a time of penance. And that is why, as I said, priests wear purple, okay? Because it's also a time of penance, although predominantly preparation. This is true. Now, how did Advent start? This is interesting. 
Advent originally started as a 40-day fast to prepare for Christmas, just like Lent is a 40-day fast to prepare for Lent. So you got 40 days of fasting in Lent to prepare for Easter, and originally Advent was 40 days of fasting to prepare for Christmas. And so it's a way for your spirit to control the flesh, not the other way around. So fasting can be good during Advent. It produces us, you, you long for something, you, you clamor for what you have given up. Well, rather than respond with indulgence, respond with prayer. Lord, fill my emptiness within me at Christmas. How many of you ever heard yourself saying, I feel like something's missing in my life. I feel like there's something missing. Yes, there is. There's an emptiness. And you've got to fill that with Christ. Only Christ. Only you, Jesus, can fully satisfy the emptiness of this soul. And so <clears throat> we empty ourselves and Christ fills us. This is the same during Lent. We usually fast and then we celebrate with a big feast after the, the Easter vigil, right? Well, okay. During Lent, we usually fast from good things. Like maybe you give up sports or you give up chocolate or whatever. But in Advent, it's also good to make something in the form of sacrifice. What do I mean by that? Okay, it doesn't have to be material things you give up. You could give up complaining. You could give up gossiping or talking badly about each other. Remember, giving to God of your time, treasure, and talent, the three T's, time. God will never be outdone in generosity. Talent. He gave you gifts. Everybody has certain gifts, even if it's it's something very simple. And treasure. Um, if God is able, if he, he gives you, uh, then, then we are to give back a certain, at least a small amount. So here's the thing, everybody. Penance uh, during Lent prepares for what? The joy of Easter. And the penance of Advent prepares for the joy of Christmas. Now, why do I use the word joy? Joy and happiness are not the same. Joy and happiness are not the same. Happiness is worldly. It's based on external things. Like last night, we were coming home from New York City. We did a mass and talk at the um, St. Patrick's Cathedral. And driving home, I, after we finished Rosary and Evening Prayer, I turned on the Michigan game. And Michigan won the Big Ten Championship. Okay, I was happy. But that's external. Only joy... True joy is internal, and only God can fill that. If you are not totally at peace and you are totally not a joyful person, that is what is missing. You got this void that only Christ can fill. Money can't fill it. Sports can't fill it. Um, recreation can't fill it. Even those things can have a place. That's external happiness. You need internal joy. And that is what we do. Right now, it's filled with junk. And I was realizing that after my confession today. There's all this internal junk that we got to clean our house, keep it swept clean, but to avoid the demons coming back, we got to fill it with Christ. That's the whole purpose of Advent. That's what we're doing here. That's what it means. And so joyful, well, Father, you just said Advent is penitential. Now you're telling me it's joyful. 
That's what this calen- uh, uh, candle is for. We have the purple, three purple ca- candles that represent the penance, but we have this one candle here. This is rose, not pink, right? This one joyful celebration that we have in Advent. That's called Gaudate Sunday, which means rejoice. That's the third Sunday of Advent. It's joyful because Christ is near. He's coming the week after. Beautiful. Now, most people think early December, right now, we were just in New York, and as we were walking to St. Patrick's Cathedral, they had the stores and the sales and, and people buying, carrying bags of presents, and that's not bad. Well, we want to be careful not to be materialistic. But people think early December is part of Christmas. This is just a time of buying gifts and hidden sales. That's not what this time is for. This is not Christmas. This is a separate season prior to Christmas of preparation. Advent goes all the way to Christmas Eve. Not shopping. And and you know what? The stores want you to think that this is Christmas and that that you got to buy all this stuff before December 25th, and then it's the end of Christmas. December 20th. No, that's just the beginning. December 25th is the beginning of Christmas. It goes, especially the octave, to, to January 1st, which we celebrate Mary, the mother of God. And so very important. Now, Advent, though, goes all the way from now till December 24th, Christmas Eve, entirely separate from Christmas. So we are preparing, as I said, for the coming of Jesus, not just preparing Christmas decorations. In fact, technically, your Christmas decorations should come after Christmas Eve. People, I mean, okay, you're not, you know, if that's the worst thing you have to answer to the Lord when you die, is that you put Christmas decorations up before Christmas, you are in great shape. (laughs) And so the Christmas season actually, as I said, starts, not ends on Christmas Day. This is the octave of Christmas. It's beautiful, but this is why we need to prepare for it now. And so to finish, I want to talk real quickly about the Advent wreath because we're going to bless it and we're going to light it here in a moment. And we light the first candle. We actually light this, this candle first because this is the first Sunday of Advent. Then we light this candle in the second week, the second Sunday of Advent. Then this Gaudate is the third Sunday of of Advent, and then the fourth. And so we have importance. Now, real quick, what is it that we want to know about Advent? All right, this is one decoration we should have prior to Christmas. All right, why? During Advent, this Advent wreath. Okay, first of all, it's in the shape of a circle. We all know that. What does that symbolize? God. No beginning, no end. That's important. It represents eternity. God has no beginning, no end. So the wreath is in the shape of a circle. It is also in the shape of a crown. Why? A crown for victory. Now, Christ's crown also had thorns in it. Now, our wreath doesn't really have it, but have you seen the Advent wreaths with holly? We always talk about holly. What is holly? It's prickly. It's spiked. It's sharp. What was the whole purpose of putting holly in the Advent wreath? the thorns of Christ, the thorns. And so this crown, this crown is for victory with prickly holly being like the thorns in Christ's crown. All right, now we use evergreen. Why do we use evergreen? Specifically because it 
is forever green. It always stays green. It doesn't die. It represents immortal life. All right, next we have the flame, the flame of the candles. Why? Because Christ is the light of the world. So when we light the candle, it is the flame. It is Christ, the light of the world. And the purple, as we said, represents penance, uh, repentance, and waiting that we, we wait for. And then, of course, the rose candle we said on, um, on the one joyful Sunday, which is preparing Christ as one week away. Well, anyway, Jesus tells us clearly to avoid making the same mistake in this reading. What did we read? Stay awake. Why is Christ warning you to stay awake? Don't make the same mistake Noah's, the people in Noah's time did. What was the mistake they did? He says, stay awake. Jesus says, stay awake. Now, what was the mistake they made? They fell asleep. They didn't see God. They remain, you have to remain vigilant, alert. He's coming back. Don't fall asleep spiritually and be caught off guard. That's what happened to Noah and his people. I mean, the time of Noah. Now, how do you stay awake? The best way possible, go to confession. Your sins, the confession, a good confession of your sins during Advent is the strongest thing I could recommend to you. Now, why? The church teaches we are to go to confession a minimum once a year. Most people go in Lent. That's good. We Marians recommend you go monthly. I go weekly, no matter what mass I'm in. So we try to go. At least, though, go at least twice a year, Lent and Advent. Beautiful time to come. So let's not forget the whole reason for this season. It's not about material goods like all those people in New York City last night. It's not. It's about Christ our Savior coming to redeem us. Now, he will come again at the end, we know this, to reconcile all creation to himself. But in between, preparing for the birth of Christ at Christmas and the coming of Jesus at the end, we have to prepare to receive him daily in our hearts in the Eucharist. And that is why Advent is about the three comings of Christ. And so let us be vigilant during this time and recognize what God is asking us to do. God bless you. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily 
for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.